Welcome to Detour to Neverland, where you are the author of your own Disney story. There's a lot of satisfaction in developing ideas into realities. And you can find magic in your everyday life. If you do what you really want to do, you feel like you're playing. How can you write your first chapter today? Dreams are how we figure out where we want to go. Life is how we get there. I'm headed this way. We're your hosts, Brendan and Catherine. Welcome to the very first episode of Detour to Neverland Live. I'm Brendan, got Catherine here with me as well. It may look like we're in different rooms. We're (laughs) actually sitting right next to each other. The lighting is just very different, I guess, on one half compared to the other. We are so happy that you're here with us today. If you're here with us live, saw some people from Colorado, saw our friends Matt and Alex. Thank you so much for joining us here for this very first episode of Detour to Neverland Live. We are also going to be streaming this on our podcast platform as well. So if you're catching the replay or catching the podcast only version, definitely thank you so much for listening. We'd love to have you join us live next time. The very next one will be April 29th. So that kind of leads into the thought process behind this show and what we're trying to do here. And it's, you know, a lot about trying to cover more recent news and everything that's going on. Yeah. So we typically try to make content that lasts forever. It doesn't matter when you listen to it, you know, it's going to be good. So this is a little outside of our comfort zone, but we thought it would be fun to, you know, try to find other ways to improve your next vacation just through like seeing what's coming up in the park. So not necessarily within the next year, we just want to try to take it one month at a time. Yeah. So maybe you're visiting soon. Maybe you have a vacation next month or the next couple of months. Maybe you're just trying to stay up to date with everything that's going on in the parks. I know that's something that we did back home and that's what we're doing now with Disneyland. Had some breaking news. Maybe we can talk about that uh, discussion today, but we just want to have kind of this space to talk about this kind of stuff. And so we're really excited, but of course we cannot do this alone. We are not experts in any of this kind of stuff. We just kind of regurgitate information as it comes to us. So that's why we brought in our good friend, Hannah Little from Creating Magic Vacations. (laughs) And she is going to assist us in diving through, like, what do you need to know for the parks over the next month? Maybe we'll give some suggestions. Who knows? But Hannah, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, thank you for having me. I'm so excited. Yeah, so we're going to do this every month, at least. Who knows? Maybe it. (laughs) Maybe it will become more over time. Live video is something that Catherine and I are very interested in, mainly so I don't have to edit. That's my biggest thing. (laughs) It's fun. But we're super excited. Um, You want to do a quick intro for those who are not maybe as familiar with you. You were in episode 92 with us. It seems like forever ago. So they can (laughs) definitely. Yeah. They can definitely learn more about you there. But if you want to give us a little intro as well, that would be great. Yeah. So my name is Hannah Little and I am a travel agent with Creating Magic Vacations. I specialize in Disney branded vacations. So Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, all things Disney. Um, But really, if you want to go anywhere, I can hook you up. Um, You can follow me on Instagram at little bit of Disney underscore. And I'm just excited to be here and talk all things Disney with you guys. We are are we. Yeah, we are super (laughs) excited as well. Let's get started with just talking about April in general. Kind of a weird month. And Catherine, correct me if I'm wrong. This was never a month that we... 
I think this will be our first April ever coming to the parks. Do you think that's correct? Oh, yeah. I mean, because this is not a month that I would have ever had off. You know, I would have had to take off to come to Disney, and we just didn't do that, really. So we usually went either March and then probably again in May. So we always skipped April, but we have always heard that this is the month for spring breakers. And I don't know if that's like nerve wracking or intimidating, but it's definitely true. At least it started a little now. So I'm interested to see what April will look like just based off of that. I mean, it almost looks like April is going to be a tale of two months. The very beginning of April, if you look at like all these crowd calendars and stuff, which, you know, sometimes those are hit or miss as well, but it's like the first couple of weeks of April are super slammed and then it tapers off and it really dies down until the end of May where then kids start getting out of school. But now with all the kids in virtual school, I don't know how that changes things. You know, we try to keep a gauge on it the best we can when we're in the parks every week, Catherine, but I don't know if you tell like too much of a difference. Honestly, I think the crowds are just picking up anyway, so it's kind of hard to tell. Um, I do know that schools, at least most schools I know, are going into June now, so maybe that mm-hmm. buys us another week or two. Yeah. <laughs> Hannah, have you ever been in April before? I haven't. So we always went in March. That was like our annual trip that always happened was in March because that was Clayton's spring break during dental school. Um and it was always busy, but I mean, park passes are gone. Like for the rest of this month, park passes are gone for the first half of April and they're already filling up for the last half of April. So I will be there uh, next weekend for a couple of days and I'm really curious to see what it will look like because according to wait times, they really aren't that different from what they have been over the last couple of months. So it'll be really interesting to see it in person. Weather is always a super big topic around this time of year because Florida, as most of you know, is insane. So I looked it up. Weather.com claims the average is a high of 82 and a low of 64. I can tell you just based on today alone, it's hot. It's going to be hotter than 82. It, it was really hot today. How hot was it? It got into the high 80s, I believe. But, I mean, I guess since it's an average, we did have a day last week where it barely got over 60. So, wow. That's just, I mean, that's pretty accurate. Just weather.com. Yeah. Yep. (laughs) Low of 64. So, that's definitely the weather. Bring a jacket for the mornings and the evenings. You're probably going to want to shed that at some point throughout the day. Um, And then the other thing that comes along with April is the humidity starts to bump up again, and we start to get a lot more of these afternoon showers. So we've personally grown to love the afternoon showers. I miss them dearly right now since they're not (laughs) happening every day at 3 o'clock. It's almost like setting an internal clock for you, you know, because you think, what time is it? You just look outside and you can tell, you know, (laughs) how soon is it going to rain. But uh, when we're specifically talking about the parks, Staying through those quick rainstorms presents so many wonderful opportunities to jump in a line real quick or to do something immediately after where a lot of people will head back to the resort and use that as their excuse for their midday break. For sure. It's a good excuse to get on Splash Mountain too. True. 
You already, already got your poncho wet. on. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm going to need some uh, convincing, I think. I guess it's finally starting to get warmer. We haven't done it since this past like early fall, I think. Yeah, like summer. I do see our friend Lily said she brought a portable she bought a portable fan. I we were not big proponents of those. We bought some last summer and they were absolute lifesavers. Yes. They were like the kind that went around our neck and we loved them. Someone got us one of those for Christmas as a gag gift and I was like, "Listen, I'm going to actually use this." <laughs> and we also like those cooling towels as well. They make a big difference and you know, it's so nice because they don't actually get you wet. It just makes you feel like you're wet, which I don't know which is worse. <laughs> I was going to say, you didn't really sell that. <laughs> that was oh not a good ad. <laughs> well, I guess I'm not an affiliate marketer for Frog Togs yet. No. Maybe if I can, then we'll see what happens after that. But I think our approach here is we're going to take this park by park. We're going to talk about what is going to be open, what's going to be closed, what are the different special offerings going on in April in each park. And just like you do on every vacation, you have to start this in Magic Kingdom. I don't know about you guys. When we come on vacations or now when we're looking at Disneyland, it's like you got to see the castle first thing. It gets everything started off on the right foot. We always say don't go to Magic Kingdom on a Monday because that's, you know, everybody who's starting their vacation wants to go there as well. But it's so worth it to see the castle. But um, Or maybe just start your vacation on a Tuesday. There's True. a tip. <laughs> Flights are cheap on Tuesdays. So we have some refurbishments and closures going on in Magic Kingdom. And other than that, there's not too much special offerings. We're going to talk about Easter in general at the very end, and that'll spill over into some of the parks as well. But Magic Kingdom, refurbishments and closures, Hall of Presidents, still going to be closed for the foreseeable future, the People Mover. So I saw that technically they are saying that it's still an April 3rd reopening. I don't know if you guys believe that. Let us know in the comments below if you believe that. I don't think there's any chance at all that we see it in April. No. We're skeptics, <laughs> to be honest, because we've gotten our hopes up so many times, I feel like, that we're not going to believe it until it's running and we see people on it. Yeah. The most recent video we saw was an actual human standing behind it pushing it which <laughs> is really ironic when you think about it it's the people mover <laughs> yep people was moving it but uh yeah i don't think you're gonna see it anytime soon i would think we will be lucky to get it by the 50th um that's kind of what i'm setting my deadline on if it goes past the 50th that's when we get the picket signs out and we that's a bold statement all the way in october I just that would be heartbreaking. That's that's too long. I'm I'm setting myself up for the furthest thing out where I won't just be completely crushed. And so if it comes anytime sooner, then I will just be overjoyed with it coming back. Yeah. I can't I'll give it closed for a year. Uh our next line item closed for even longer than a year. Walt Disney World Railroad still down, won't be able to experience it this May. And again, I don't think that'll be done by the 50th, but we will see. We're just going to take this month by month. So we will report back next month 
with any new findings, but uh, we were back in, we rode the Barnstormer for the first time mm-hmm. in probably 15 years this past week, and we saw the train tracks, and I can tell you, not close. Nope. <laughs> Nothing going on over there. Uh, other things that are still clothed, the Enchanted Tales with Belle. Um, I think that's more of a physical distancing thing more than anything. Um, just hard since there's a lot of face-to-face interaction in that attraction. So don't expect that in April. Monsters, Inc. Laugh Floor, which I'm I'm kind of surprised that that one is not back yet. Um, but we'll see. I think it's probably has more to do with Space Ranger Spin taking up a lot of its queue. That's what I was going to say. I think it's just one of those where the queue spillage is just too much. I don't think it's like a popularity issue or even a physical distancing issue. I think it's just they don't have enough room. Yeah, that makes sense. Because they can physical distance everybody just like they're doing in PhilharMagic and all the other shows that are running right now. So it is interesting. Mm-hmm. And those, uh, the benches are pretty spread out in there anyway. They have a lot of breaks between them, so they wouldn't have to do too much on top of that. Mm-hmm. True. And then lastly, the newest one added to this list, the confectionery. So getting a refurbishment, getting a glow up, hopefully. <laughs> we love this area. And I know, Hannah, you posted about this today. What details do you know about it other than... Have they told us too much besides it's just getting an inside refurbishment? They really haven't said that much, just that it will be closed. I think they said through the end of May. So hopefully that will be the reopening date. Uh, you will be able to get all of your treats. They will be in the Emporium. So I'm also curious to see what that will look like. I just imagine like a bunch of Rice Krispie treats wrapped in plastic, like, and that's going to be it. So hopefully it'll be a little more offerings than that. <laughs> We did go to the confectionery. Uh, it would have been before Christmas. But, Catherine, do you remember the cast member told us that their baking production had cut way back to than what it previously was, that a lot of their stuff was being baked off-site and brought in, where they used to pretty much make everything there. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I would imagine they'll just continue to ramp that up. It also... We'll talk about, I guess, when we get to other places, but like Hollywood Studios doesn't have a bakery right now, which is so strange to walk into a Disney park and not have a bakery to go to for a sweet treat. I mean, they have Starbucks. The Trolley Car Cafe. I was say they have special things there. That's where we got like the holiday treats. Yeah. So it's not like they have nothing. Well, and that's not even a, a, a uh, COVID thing either. They took away that bakery a long time ago and turned it into the Pixar store. I can't remember what that bakery was called there on the corner of Sunset Boulevard. Oh, yeah. Somebody let us know in the comments. But uh, we loved that place. Your sister had a friend who worked there, and he would sometimes slip us some extra treats, which was nice. <laughs> oh, okay. It. I couldn't picture this for the life of me until you said that. And now I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, they just like flipped it overnight to a Pixar store. I was going to say, uh, that didn't take long. So whatever they did to it was super fast, which is kind of sad. Any other things? So that's all the closures and refurbishments for Magic Kingdom. Anything else come to either of your minds of tips or 
things that have been changing that somebody would need to know to make the most out of their Magic Kingdom day? Swiss Family Robinson Treehouse reopened today. That was under refurb, so I'm curious to see what that will look like, if it'll be any different. (laughs) Yeah, I was on it, I think, the day before they took it down for refurbishment. So I'm interested to see what they changed. If anything, it was... Maybe it's just like a deep cleaning or something. Who knows? Maybe. Well, that's one, too, that the Jungle Cruise line has been going back through there lately. So they're going to have to reroute that or at least cut it off. So that'll be interesting just to see that area. Because it's usually pretty crowded. Yeah. They should have the Jungle Cruise line, like, going up through the treehouse. So, like, part of the queue is actually, like, an attraction. (laughs) That'd be a good use of the space. That would be fun. My only problem with that is last time I hadn't been on Swiss Family in a long time and I was doing a TikTok live and people were like begging me to go up there. So I went up there and um, it uh, it's higher than I remembered. And <laughs> I uh, was very eager to get down once I got up there and it was very backed up. Huh. It's funny how things I'll... get higher as we get older. That is very true. <laughs> Um, so, uh, our friend Josh says he's looking forward to the jungle cruise refurb. Yeah. So I don't know if we have a date for that exactly yet. Hopefully that's something that they will get done by the 50th, but lots of societies of explorers and adventures references going on there. I don't know if you guys saw on the Disney parks blog recently, they posted that, uh, letter, like the manuscript that had some references in there as well. So. Super excited for that to happen. Hopefully it happens sooner rather than later. I'd almost rather them just like get everything out of the way, get it all done, and then we'll move forward from there. Yeah. You say that now. True. (laughs) I say that now when we can't get a park reservation. Yeah, right. (laughs) And we're about to be blocked out for two weeks. (laughs) So next park, Animal Kingdom, which probably has the most unique offerings for April. So definitely if you're going on a trip – where you're going to be in the area, I would make, it's always our goal to go to Animal Kingdom as many times as possible, but uh, lots of things going on. I'll get the refurbishments and closures, and then I'll let both of you handle the Earth Day and the Easter stuff, because I know you've both been all over that. So the refurbishments and closures, uh, Festival of the Lion King, I guess technically it could open at some point in April, but we don't have an opening date, so I'd expect that you probably won't see it in April Kali River Rapids reopens on the 2nd of April. So I'm talking to a very specific subset of you who are going just on April 1st. You will miss Kali River Rapids. And then Finding Nemo, the musical, uh, is also still down. So I don't know, kind of no expectations for any of those. Festival of the Lion King, like I said, they just said summer 2021. Just don't know when exactly that is going to be. But Earth Day, lots of big doings for Earth Day. Yeah, I mean, that's when all the exciting stuff happens, really. Everything about Animal Kingdom screams Earth Day. So, of course, Earth Day is April 22nd. So Animal Kingdom's window for all of these special offerings is the 18th through the 24th, which is surprisingly short. That makes me very nervous as locals with annual passes trying to go. I don't have a lot of confidence and being able to go, but that's okay. We'll go at least one day. We'll try. 
So the first thing that I'm going to have are the character flotillas, which of course is nothing new, but they said they're going to have new characters. And they're teasing us because they're not going to tell us. So that's where, who do you think is going to show up? That's the big question. I have no idea. I hope it's someone really unique. I'm almost drawing inspiration from the animation experience that you're going to talk about in a second. Like, I'd love to see people like Turk or Mowgli or Baloo or King Louie, like people that we've seen previously in Animal Kingdom, but they haven't brought back out since the reopening. My guess was going to be like Tarzan or someone like that. What about Flick and Princess Ada? Oh, that would be amazing. <laughs> That's a very good one, actually. And I have another one. Catherine, you would jump for joy, Russell and Doug. Oh, I knew you were going to say that as soon as you said that. I was like, oh, who haven't we seen? I don't think they can get Kevin on a on a flotilla. That might be a hazard. <laughs> she might not be very stable. Yeah, strap her down and sh- I think she'd be good to go. <laughs> But the others would be awesome. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It doesn't really scream Earth Day, though, which is my only hesitation. Well, one of the other experiences, though, is a new badge that you can get for Wilderness Explorers. So that would make sense to have Russell out there promoting that. That's true. Have you ever done that, Hannah? Because we haven't. I haven't. I really want to, and I just never get around to it. It's just one of those, it involves a lot of talking to people. Yeah, that's not my thing. That's, that's <laughs> not our strong suit, which is ironic because here we are, but we've never tried it. So yeah. we heard a really cute conversation uh, with two girls and their dad doing it, and they were learning about all the animals on the safari. So it sounds fun. Yeah, everyone that I've had clients who have done it, and they say it's so much fun. It's great for kids, so we'd probably love it. <laughs> We'll have to do it eventually. We got to dress up as well. I'm wearing my up shirt. Many of you can't see it, but I'm wearing my up shirt right now. So speaking of things that we love, there are a lot of food offerings. I shouldn't say a lot. There's a few food offerings for the Earth Day celebration, and most of them are in the form of cupcakes, which I don't know how I feel about that. It seems kind of like the easy way out. You're making a face. Just be happy with (laughs) anything that we get. So the cupcakes, they're cute. So they have a honeybee cupcake, which is at Creature Comforts. They have a flamingo cupcake, which is at Flame Tree. And then they have a sea turtle graham cracker cupcake, which is at the Restaurantosaurus Lounge. And it also said they're going to have a a Crave the Wave cocktail, which they made a big deal about. So I don't know if that's special or if it's a crowd favorite. We'll have to try it. We actually talked about the other day we want to go in there because it looked fun. I mean, fun-ish for a dinosaur restaurant. I wish they served McDonald's fries still. That's what I want. (laughs) We were just talking about that the other day. Do either of you know, our friend Stephanie said, try the Raya ice cream cone in Animal Kingdom. Are those, I would assume those are continuing through March. I mean, through April. Yeah. I mean, I'm... So I'm going to be in Animal Kingdom next Saturday, and that's definitely something I want to try. But it does 
I don't know we're going to talk about it, but it seems like all the Raya stuff has just disappeared. So I assume it's going to stick around. I would think so. I would think that it will stick around until Earth Day, and then they'll switch all that stuff over. That makes Uh, sense. mm -hmm. And then maybe, I don't know if they will do any Luca stuff, but the Luca stuff could swoop in after that as well. Because that's this summer, right? I mean, that's not April, though, is it? Correct. That's June is when Luca comes out. Okay. So a little bit of a buffer. Yeah. So we haven't tried any of the Raya stuff. It looks pretty good. It is a lot of ice cream, though. And I gave up ice cream for Lent, so I have a little bit of time until I can eat ice cream again. So we haven't tried it, but I feel like there's a cupcake, and then there's the ice cream. I think I think there's ice cream at two places, right? Yeah, there's a like there's a mousse thing, and then there's an an ice cream sundae with Tuk Tuk. Is that how you say his name? I can never remember. <laughs> Sounds right. Okay, we're going with it. Let's go with it. <laughs> What else do we have going on for Earth Day? Um, so there's some shopping, of course. The biggest thing here is the Tafiti trading pin. So if you're a pin trader, that might be on your list. Um, they said they're going to have like plushes and then eco-friendly items. But again, not a lot of detail. So I guess it's one of those you have to see it to figure out what it is, I guess. Um, and then you mentioned the animation experience. So right now it's Raya, Raya. I always Raya. say it wrong. Raya. Raya and the Last Dragon themed, but they're kind of rolling that out, and they're going to go back to some of those classic characters. It's going to be like Dumbo, Turk, Squirt, Shere Khan, Simba, uh, Scar, all of those. Seems fun. Um, who have we done recently? The only one that I can remember us doing is Hopper. And I know it's not the only one that we've ever done, but he was so hard (laughs) uh, because he has all sorts of little parts. And then he has like a scar on his eye that I never even realized that he had until I was drawing him. And it was very hard. (laughs) Have you ever went back there and done that, Hannah? I have tried several times and I always seem to miss it. (laughs) So it's not for lack of trying. Maybe next time. We've noticed because that train is set up in such a way that you have to take to get to Rafiki's Planet Watch, they're only loading the back row right now. Mm -hmm. And so you can only really fit like two or three parties in each train car. So it's really like 12 parties at a time can go up there. And so a lot of times you wait in a super long line for the train and then you get back there and nobody's back there. Yeah. So... There's just a little bit of difficulty getting on that train. But since I miss the Walt Disney Railroad so much, I will wait any amount of time to ride a train right now. I just wish it went into a loop. You say that, but I vividly remember leaving the line once because it took so long. Okay. Calling me out. (laughs) Uh, Uh, But other than that. You said the Wilderness Explorer badge, uh, they're going to have magic shots. And then the last thing that I thought was kind of an odd thing to like celebrate, but right now they have a sand sculpture like right across from Flame Tree where that like dance party stage and where Kevin would usually come out. 
there's a Raya and the Last Dragon sand sculpture there. And they're getting rid of that for Earth Day to bring in the new National Geographic uh, whales sculpture. Okay. So it's all about whales this year. Interesting. That's an interesting use of that little stage there. Because uh, you could do like a character meet and greet there if you wanted to. Uh, you know, set up the dots around there. Uh, I think it's too short for Kevin. That was my first thought, but I don't think Kevin yeah. would, I don't think she would fit underneath there. Mm -mm. But I mean, a lot of other characters would, I mean, maybe they just don't want it to be super crowded in that area is maybe the only reason why not. But even the, you know, the backstage area is right there. So it's not like they would have a far walk, you know, cause I could see that being a concern too, is that you don't want, you know, to put the characters at risk of people, but I don't know. So it's a scan, a sand sculpture area. The Raya one was cool. Did you see it, Catherine? Uh, I didn't study it, but I do remember like briefly looking at it. I couldn't remember if I saw it on a day where I was with you or without you. It was pretty cool. I mean, it's a sand sculpture. I feel like those things are cooler on the beach. <laughs> so, Hannah, you mentioned you're going to Animal Kingdom. Are you going to any other parks on your trip in a couple of weeks? Yeah, so I will be in Animal Kingdom for a full day, and then I will be uh, park hopping from Hollywood Studios to Epcot, and then I'll also be in Universal one day. Oh, nice. Ooh. We might be in Universal because that's our only option. <laughs> we'll be, we'll be itching. There. Yeah, we'll be itching for some theme parks. Yeah. About halfway through our blackout dates. I'll, I'll give it this weekend. That's probably true <laughs> as well. So what else is going on in DAC before we move on? Uh, honestly, I think that's it. So it should be a fun time. I mean, that has the most unique offerings for people who are coming you know, on a regular basis. Or, you know, if you're just coming in general, I think it's... Uh, definitely a park that you always want to hit but especially this time of year animal kingdom just screams earth day and then you can also get there on the anniversary of animal kingdom how many years old did we decide it was we did the math the other day but now i can't remember it opened in 1998 i'm too dumb to do that math 23 yeah 20 something you're the math teacher here Catherine. <laughs> way to put me on the spot <laughs> You know, that part of my brain turns off as soon as I leave. <laughs> so 2023, we'll get a 25th anniversary of Animal Kingdom. Ooh. So that will be super cool. Yeah, that'll be exciting. So next, let's hop over to Epcot and talk about what all is going on there. A couple of refurbishments and closures still happening for April and Epcot. Turtle Talk with Crush is still closed. And I just, instead of listing everything, I just said future world. <laughs> Still closed. Yeah. Because <laughs> there's just nothing there. And it's, I mean, it's kind of incredible, though, to have watched how much they've cleared out. Because now that that big building, what was that building called? Like where the character spot was. Um, and then like remember. Baymax was on the other side. I don't know, but it's pretty crazy to see it just gone. gone. You know, they went through like the whole gutting process and now it's just gone. So it's pretty crazy. It is. 
Yeah, it's uh, they've got a lot of work to do to build it back up. And I, at first, I thought they were just like stripping it down to the steel and to the foundation of those buildings. But no, they completely wiped all of them out, you know, down to nothing. So that's pretty yeah. insane. It just feels empty, mm-hmm. like oddly empty. And I do wonder if they haven't reopened the Epcot monorail because they don't want people to see like how terrible it looks in there. But I will be curious once it comes back, like what is going on in there? I hope some progress has been made. I hope so. And I'm going to be super sad if that's the reason why the Epcot monorail is not running, because then that'll mean that's going to stay closed for long time. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that thought never even crossed my mind, honestly, that that might be why, but that makes a lot of sense. Well, that's also my people mover theory is they don't want people to see what's going on at Tron. Like maybe you mm. get too good of a look. I don't know. That's just theory. <laughs> Nothing's going on at Tron. <laughs> yeah. That's that that's my hot take of the day. <laughs> I haven't seen a construction worker out there in a while. I digress. Other big things going on at Epcot. You do still have the taste of the International Flower and Garden Festival. Got to put the taste in there because it's not the full-blown festival like we normally get. You'll get that all throughout April every single day that you visit. We covered all of the food and dining options in episode number 256 of the podcast. If you want to go back to listen to that, I would give you some recommendations. We haven't been. <laughs> We're failing. I know that is so sad. But oh, again, we've had like a hard time getting reservations. And then whenever we could get one, we just don't think to go to Epcot. You know, like we rushed over to Magic Kingdom when we were able to park hop. So we just haven't done it. Yeah, y'all need to work on your list. You have a lot of things to try. <laughs> We do have a lot of things to try. We did go one day when the festival was going on, but we were on a strict budget that day. I know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's a conflict of interest there between budgeting (laughs) and flower and garden food. We can tell you some of our highlights from years past, though. You got to get a violet lemonade. Mm -hmm. You've got to get the uh we've heard wonderful things about the brunch booth that's over near test track lots of good things happening over there i've seen the avocado toast people are raving about that and also the what are they like the cinnamon toast crunch fried stuffed cinnamon something yeah deliciousness is what it looks like it looks so good i also love how you just put the avocado toast people into a group (laughs) (laughs) because it's not us we are not in that category my sister, she is the category. She's going to turn into avocado toast. <laughs> Why would I get avocado toast at Epcot when I can get it at Dunkin' Donuts now? <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, I don't know what else stands out to you, Catherine. I do want to clarify something. If you listen to the podcast episode, I raved and raved about the Blackberry beer in Canada. I've since learned it's not the same beer. That was at Food and Wine last year. And you haven't gotten to try it yet to see how it compares. No, but I saw a picture of it and I said, that's not it. That's an imposter blackberry beer. Is it very sus? That's what your kids say, right? Yeah. Sus beer. I don't know. Do you guys have any other favorites 
tips for people to try for flower and garden? I don't know. I had, so our friend Sarah told us, uh, that the, like the dirt, like the worms worms and and dirt dirt was always her favorite thing, but they changed that too. So I'm, I don't know anymore. (laughs) We can't speak on this topic. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Stephanie saying the fruit loop shake. I've seen really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we saw Stephanie's TikTok about it. It looked amazing, so we'll have to try that. Catherine's a huge cereal fan, so I'll have to do that. Matt asked Are you being if... sarcastic right now? No, don't you love cereal? I do not like Fruit Loops. Oh, I didn't know that you discriminated <laughs> against specific Fruit Loops. <laughs> and then Matt asked if we've tried the Frushi, which we have not. No. I'm not against it. I just have never tried it. It's very good surprisingly i've heard it's weird it's not weird but you have to kind of prep yourself for like a sweet with like the rice like it's just different yeah but i think the rice is like sweet rice so it's not like a sweet and savory thing it's really good Mm. we'll have to try it we have a weird problem where for whatever reason every time we go super hard in america and then by the time we get to Japan, we need a break. And normally we skip Japan and Morocco just to get to France. Yeah, you got to get the yes. Levian Rose. I mean, there's just so many things in France. What was it that we had at the very end of Festival of the Arts, Catherine, that you... It was a s'more or something, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Oh, God, I don't know. The last <laughs> s'more thing I can remember eating was from the Ganachery. I don't remember a s'more thing in Epcot. You eat a lot of s'mores things, so I, do. I can understand why <laughs> you would get it's mixed up. It's very confusing. Amanda says we can't skip Morocco, and I completely <laughs> agree. I do have a personal issue with Morocco this year, though. They why? took away the fried cauliflower. It was um, our favorite thing to eat at Flower and Garden, and it's gone, and I don't know why. And then Stephanie helped us out. The name of that booth that's over there near Test Track with all of the brunch and breakfast stuff is the Sunshine Griddle. Yeah. Sounds it even sounds good. The it's in the same, I believe it's in the same place as the donut box, Catherine, that is ever elusive. We've it's never, never opened. We've never been there when it's <laughs> open. So um Easter. We also got some Easter stuff in Epcot specifically. But it's. I think it is all month. I'd be surprised if they just took it away because it feels like they went to great lengths to do this. But it's an extravaganza, so you're looking for Easter eggs. And we love that about Epcot. They always hide things, you know, whether it was like the paintings for um, Festival of the Arts and now it's eggs. There's always something to look for. Um, we do it the not official way where we just go look for everything, but you can actually buy the seven ninety nine um chart that looks like an egg, and if you finish it, then your prize is surprise a painted egg, <laughs> which is pretty cool. It's a little souvenir. I think they have Minnie Mickey, Chip and Dale, and then Donald and Daisy. I'm pretty sure is the picture that I saw, that but you just get fun. to pick one. I think we need to do that. It'd be fun. 
Yeah, I've never done any of the scavenger hunts in Epcot. So I'll be there with my in-laws. They are not like into snacking around the world. So I think I will send them on the scavenger hunt and I'll go try out snacks. <laughs> there you go. That's a good plan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We always just do the unofficial one. We just kind of peruse and point out the ones that we see, but we never buy the little thing. But seven ninety nine is not bad at all, you know, to feel more official. Yeah. I think you can use your AP discount too. Oh, Mm-hmm. Now that's a good tip. That's what I've heard. There we go. Now what were, Catherine, we talked about, we saw some plates the other day that someone got. Were those just for sale for Flower and Garden? I, For some reason I thought that they were tied to this egg scavenger hunt, but maybe not. I have there no was like a, There were little plates that they were giving out or selling or something, but there was an orange bird plate. There was a figment plate, and I think there was... A Mickey and Minnie plate. Oh, well. I mean, they might just have been painted to look like the eggs. I'm not sure. Okay. Yeah, I don't know if they're selling plates as part of the merchandise. I don't know. We'll have to, we'll report back on that. The other thing with Epcot is we have some new character interaction availability. So in the very front of Epcot now, select times, you can see Mickey and Minnie. And so a lot of times they're over on the right-hand side as you walk in, old school where you used to see Pluto stood there almost all the time. So before you get to Spaceship Earth, back against those benches, and before you take the new entryway over to the Seas Pavilion, Mickey and Minnie are sometimes there. Oh, I love that. I had no clue. That's a good one. I'm glad they're doing that. Yeah. And they're in their like original outfits, which I don't think they're in anywhere else. So that's exciting. Yeah, that's what they would wear in character spot, right? When you would meet them there. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. that is nice. Mm-hmm. So now what we have to petition for is to get Sorcerer Mickey in Hollywood Studios. <gasps> oh my gosh, don't even. <laughs> or was it Sorcerer Mickey that you could meet at character spot? No, he was He's in his in- tuxedo. You can meet Sorcerer Mickey in Hollywood Studios in the, um, what is that place called? Something about dreams and stars. <laughs> right across from Sci-Fi Dining. Yes. Oh, okay. About. Yes, I'm following now. That's right. But yeah, they're in their classic attire in Epcot, though. Yeah. That's fitting. So, yep, you can meet them there. And then I think they're still doing the cavalcade as well. Anything else in Epcot? I mean, the the festival kind of dominates a lot of the stuff going on around this time of year. Yeah. Yeah. I'm fine with that. <laughs> Next, we're going to transition over to Hollywood Studios. Last part to cover here in Florida. Refurbishments and closures. We have the Jedi Training Academy, Star Wars Launch Bay, Indiana Jones Stunt Spectacular, which has just recently been converted into a relaxation station. Beauty and the Beast live on stage and Voyage of the Little Mermaid. All of those will be closed for the entire month of April. But the good thing is a lot of the other attractions are still open. Uh, All the actual rides are open in Hollywood Studios. And yeah, I think they have the best cavalcades as well. I don't know if you guys agree with that. 
That's a bold statement. Yeah. I've, I'm Is it the Disney Junior that does it for you? I, Is that it? I, I am proud to admit I love the Disney Junior one. I mean, you say it all the time. The so. music is outstanding. <laughs> oh my I, gosh. I don't know. I do have a soft spot for the flotillas, but I honestly think Magic Kingdom still takes the cake. Because theirs yeah. are so grand, you know, that it's just kind of hard to beat. They have an unfair advantage, honestly. Yeah, getting to see all the princesses at one time in one place is super cool. But I do love the Camaros in Hollywood Studios. I think those are amazing. Yes, Vampirino's Camaro <laughs> is the coolest thing I've ever seen. Better than Buzz? His yes. is really cool, too. Oh. I do also really love the Green Army Men drummers. They're yeah. fun. That's a good one. Um. So nothing really else special happening or out of the ordinary happening in April in Hollywood Studios. It's just the park that if you're going, you're going to experience the longest lines probably there just because there's fewer attractions, bigger and more thrilling attractions as well. They are still doing the Rise of the Resistance boarding groups where they release at 7 a.m. where you can reserve that from anywhere. And then again at 1 p.m. And for that one, you do have to be in the park and of course, if you're park hopping, you're not eligible for either of those as well. I don't know if we have any tips or anything for that. I hate to give them out because I know it's a lot of it's luck of the draw, but beyond before. And if you're staying at home, I think turning your leaving your Wi-Fi on is better. Um, as long as you have fast Wi-Fi, kick the rest of your family off of your Wi-Fi network. <laughs> Unless they're helping you. Unless they're helping you, then everybody tries. But yeah, you just keep refreshing and wait for it to go to join. I don't know. Hannah, what's your, what's your advice? What do you tell your clients on how to do it? And are you a jump back and forth between screens or a pull down to refresh person? <laughs> so I've tried all of the methods I, so I'm telling my clients to do the refresh method right now. Um, but I kind of go back and forth between countdown and refresh, but definitely like if you are on property, Disney, turn off your Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi is not going to be your friend. Uh, you want to pray. And I, <laughs> I tell people too, like <laughs> it is a lottery. So like, you might not get it and and just like prepare your heart for that because it is really hard to get. I mean, they run out in 10 seconds almost every single day. So do all of those things and prepare your heart if you don't get it. And try again because we have heard some good luck of people who try again. Of course, it doesn't always happen, but at least there's hope yeah. for a second chance. You know, it's not just like one and done forever. Yeah. And I, that's happened to me. I didn't get one at 7 a.m. one time and got one at 1 and still got on. So still a good chance. What time did you actually, like, get on when, when you got it at 1 o'clock? So I think we were, like, in the 1.30s for a boarding group. I think we got on around 3 o'clock. It was not that late. So. Oh, it was were, a good – it was having a good day. Yeah, they were moving that day. Yeah. Yeah, I just think it's, uh, like you said, it's luck of the draw. I would, again, just kind of prepare yourself. Maybe 
expect not to get it. And it's just kind of a bonus if you do. And then if you don't enjoy the rest that Hollywood Studios has to offer that park more than any other at this time period, I think getting there first thing in the morning, you know, an hour before the park opens, as soon as they will let you in via Disney transportation or driving your car, the earlier you can get there, Hollywood Studios, you can knock out so much stuff first thing in the morning. We've seen people do Slinky and Runaway Railway and Tower of Terror, Rock and Roller Coaster, all before the park ever officially opens. So it's really cool. You got to get your walking shoes on, your speed walk. Yeah. (laughs) I'm a pro at that. (laughs) So anything else for Hollywood Studios that you guys want to mention? No, unfortunately, there's not a whole lot of extra there. Yeah, it's just a lot of waiting in lines. Always. (laughs) So probably the biggest news over the past couple of weeks as we prepare for Disneyland and Disney's California Adventure to reopen at the very, very end of April. I'm sure in next month's episode, we'll have so much more information to share about Disneyland and DCA because, of course, right now we're only talking to a specific subset. If you live in California, you're the only people who are eligible to go to Disneyland at this point. When it reopens, we do have a touch of Disney that is going on right now in California Adventure. That is going on on Thursdays through Mondays through the 19th of April, but it is sold out on all dates. So if you don't have a ticket already, then unfortunately you won't be able to go. We have watched a, an unhealthy amount of vlogs <laughs> from A Touch of Disney. We miss We've Disneyland like Aww. it's something fierce. But it's not even, you know, we've only been once, so it's not like we have, like, those strong ties, like, you know, Disneyland locals or anything. But I think part of it for us, or at least the fun part for me recently, has been, like, I just miss vlogs of things that we don't get to experience, you know? Like, that was our hobby in Tennessee is we would live vicariously through people and you know, now that we're here, we don't do it as much. We still watch, you know, vlogs here and there. Um, but it's exciting to watch it again from Disneyland since we're not there. Yeah. The Touch of Disney looks like it's really cool, though. Mm-hmm. It's $75 free parking and a $25 dining card. And photo pass, Brendan. And yeah. photo pass. It's a good deal. It is a pretty good deal. The only thing is you cannot use your dining card on alcohol, which, you know, some people that's good. Some people kind of a bummer. And then Lamplight Lounge is open as well for people who have a reservation. I think we would probably go from open to close just at Lamplight Lounge. If I had to guess. <laughs> well, we'd have to go back to Pixar Pier and to Radiator Springs as well. I mean, you would definitely have to get an angry dog. <laughs> no, I do not. And they're not even they're not even doing angry dogs at this event. Uh, well then why go? <laughs> what a bummer. <laughs> angry dogs was the most overhyped thing I have ever experienced. What was they it? They do have It's a hot dog, right? It was a hot dog. It's a spicy hot dog. That's the end of the sentence. It was a hot dog. <laughs> there's no other adjectives, there's no other descriptors that you can put onto it. And I love how was- Catherine said spicy in quotes. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why you wanted it because it seemed 
interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in the back of my mind, I'm holding out hope that they maybe mixed it up and they didn't give me the angry dog. So I guess I'm setting myself up to try it again. <laughs> Please try it again. <laughs> that will definitely be a live video whenever that happens. But I can't wait. Because I ate it and I was like, this is like a 7 Eleven hot dog. <laughs> oh my gosh there's your hot take for the night yep lily brings up an interesting (laughs) point she says as a diehard disneyland fan i honestly think it's worth it to save 75 dollars towards a walt disney world trip it was fun but we basically just paid to walk through the park i think that's fair uh i think it just depends on maybe where you're at or uh what those expenses would be like but you're probably correct that $75 is going to get you a lot further in Walt Disney World right now. That can get you a lot of stuff at Flower and Garden. Hey, that's true. That's a good point. Lots of Violet Lemonades, for sure. Yes. So let's talk about the opening, the information that we know as of right now. So it's going to, it's 13 months since it's been open. Only California residents they just updated it today to now say that they expect that they're going to be open at 25%. So they start, they start at 10. Yeah. They, they started at 10, then they went to 15. Now they're at 25 because their cases apparently look good in Southern California. Oh, that's yeah. great. Park reservations are required. So you would assume that means no park hopping at the very beginning of this as well. And then everything else is just like Walt Disney World. So no no uh, face-to-face character meet and greets, no parades, no fireworks. But we'll get attractions back and be able to experience those. But what we don't know yet is how are they going to sell these tickets since they discontinued the annual pass program? What will that look like? Will there be special offers For those individuals, I think they have to nail down their capacity first, and then they can transition and start making arrangements. I would hope that they would, for the legacy pass holders, do something special, give them a discount or unveil a new program that they could enroll in. But um, I don't know, based off what they're doing in Disney World without selling any new annual passes, you'd almost think maybe they're going to wait to bring any sort of program like that back, but hopefully they would give them a discount at least. Yeah. Or like early access to the tickets or something. Yeah. There, there's got to be some sort of benefit that maybe they're still trying to figure out, you know, the kinks for, but I mean, I sure hope so. Yeah. I do think it's interesting that they're not going to bring park hopping back because Disney world has already figured everything out. You think that they would just follow suit and, do the same thing, especially since the parks are so close. But I thought that as well, but then I saw someone make the point of that they almost never open Disneyland and DCA. Like they almost never have the same operating hours when they're going. And here at Walt Disney World, they at least have the luxury where, you know, if Magic Kingdom closes at eight and Epcot closes at nine, most people can't hop that quickly. You know, to get their money's worth. But in Disneyland and DCA, you would basically have the entire park flood into the other one. Yeah. During that time period. So 
you can see it see them doing it a couple of different ways i mean maybe they will do park hopping i don't think we've seen anything official uh but they haven't explicitly said that they're going to but uh maybe they run them on the same operating hours which would be interesting or they limit it somehow i don't know maybe they have uh, modified park hopping hours that once one park closes park hopping is done for the day true yeah that makes sense so we still don't know the full list of attractions and experiences that will and will not be open, but they have mentioned a few specifically by name that we know will be open. They are Rise of the Resistance, the Droid Depot, Peter Pan's Flight, Snow White's Enchanted Wish. So that will be its brand new debut. And I mean, I'm glad they're getting something, but why do they get something new and we don't? Well, <laughs> hold on. We're getting to the bad news. No. Okay. Well, it's no, this is, I think it's good news. They get something updated, new, interesting. Yeah. You have very strong feelings about Enchanted Wish, and we haven't experienced it yet. So nobody has. Yeah. Uh, Haunted Mansion, Coaster, Inside Out, Emotional Whirlwind, Mater's Junkyard Jamboree. The only thing that we know specifically will still be closed is Avengers Campus will not be making its debut. So I don't know. I mean, obviously, Catherine, you and I feel very strongly about this because Ratatouille has been ready since last March and they haven't given it to us yet. Um, it looks they're like they're not going to. It looks like they're maybe going to do something similar with Avengers Campus in DCA. But what would be like the 50th? is like the big debut for Ratatouille. So what are they waiting for in Disneyland? Like what's the big event that they're going to try to make out of it? Opening it up to the rest of the country, maybe? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Because that's what I thought they were holding off on for Ratatouille was I really did think they would open in May. I thought it was going to be the end of May just to get more people in, to draw more crowds. So, I mean, that makes sense, but who knows? Avengers Campus. I uh, may or may not have got a little emotional watching some of those Taste of Disney or Touch of Disney uh, vlogs where people could see the Quinjet. Oh, my gosh. I I'm mean, gonna, it looks awesome. I'm going to be overwhelmed. <laughs> Same. Um, so that's pretty much it for Disneyland and Disney's California adventure. I think it's a very interesting thing. The, the things that I'm curious about are how exactly they are going to check for California residents. Is it going to be show a driver's license thing? Is it going to be, you know, your billing zip code on your credit card? Because mm -hmm. there will be people who try to find a loophole around it. And, you know, we've had to talk ourselves out of it. <laughs> we will. You will not see us in Disneyland until we are allowed to go. But, um, yeah, it's uh, it. I think it's going to be a tough task to pull it off, to be honest. I bet they'll do probably billing address because that's how it works to book anything like Florida resident discount. You have to have a Florida billing address. But, I mean, there's still loopholes around that. Like, you could use someone else's address. So, we will see. If my aunt is watching this, 
Who lives she in California. lives in California. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. Uh, we'll see what happens. So let's go back. Let's talk about some of the Easter stuff. And a lot of this spills over into the rest of the parks. Few locations this year are offering an Easter brunch. Olivia's Cafe at Old Key West. Brunch in general is coming back on April 3rd. Um, we may or may not have a reservation on April 3rd. We absolutely do. And it's just because we've been waiting for this brunch to come back since we moved down because we love it so much. They have my favorite thing in the whole world on the menu, crab cakes, eggs Benedict. Mm. And as soon as we saw it was coming back, we had to go. Where is it? It's, Old Key West. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Olivia's. So good. So good. We just went for lunch the other day, and it it and is that was one of the best too. restaurants on property. Yeah, it's so good. Very underrated. Other ones, Ale and Compass at the Yacht Club and Whispering Canyon at Wilderness Lodge. So these were specifically listed as Easter brunches, but all these places just have brunch yeah. like, regularly. <laughs> But, you know, you got to make it festive, Brendan. I looked on the app to see if they had any special, like, brunch uh, Easter menus, and it doesn't look like they do. So it wasn't like Thanksgiving? No. Where everybody, get, where everybody did turkey? Now, we went to the Edison for Easter. Thanksgiving? Oh, yeah. For Thanksgiving <laughs> dinner, which who would have ever thought to go to the Edison? It was fantastic. Hmm. I mean, we might have to do that every year. If we don't have to cook a, yeah, if we don't have to cook a bird, I'm happy. Yeah. So as far as other Easter treats, so they have so many. Basically, every resort, every quick service restaurant has some sort of bunny cupcake or bunny treat. But there were a few in particular that stood out that I thought were worth mentioning. And the first one in particular, which is a boozy bunny from the ganachery. I was going to ask what y'all thought about that one. (laughs) I mean, we have to get one. It is a chocolate bunny filled with either alcohol if you want it or non-alcohol if you don't want it. But it's basically like chocolate bourbon. They make it in-house. I'm in. Yeah, that sounds... Awesome. (laughs) And the price difference is surprisingly not different. For the alcoholic version, it's $15. For the non-alcoholic version, it's $12. So not a big markup there. You might as well just get the alcoholic version. Yeah. Might as well. (laughs) Unless you're underage. True. Uh, But other than that, at La Cellier, they had a key lime robin egg. Which Nothing I says key lime like Canada. <laughs> I know. It is a little weird. It feels like it would fit better at Olivia's, but it sounded cool. So it was a key lime cheesecake with blueberry gelatin, whipped cream, graham cracker, and key lime powder. I don't really know what that means, but it sounds cool. It looks pretty, too. It was pretty. And then the last one is we love everything from Amaretz now. We never thought that we would become Amaret's people. It just kind of happened. Thanks, WandaVision (laughs) cakes. Uh, But they have a bunny dome, and it's a coconut ice cream mousse, a caramel 
um, cream cheese center, and then carrot cake. Ooh. Which is a weird combination, I feel like, but I know it has to be amazing. Yeah, that sounds good. Very festive. I'm looking for amarettes to get back into the festive game. They kind of slowed down a little bit because for a while they had the WandaVision cake, they had the uh, soul cake, and then they had the Tiana and the Up cake as well. And then they haven't had any specials as of uh, recently, have they? Or there was something for uh, Women's History Month, I believe. I was going to say, there's something for Women's History Month right now um, that's inspired by one of their chefs, one of their bakers. It just didn't yeah. appeal to us. So I honestly don't even know what it is. So I think we took one look at it and said, nope. <laughs> but this sounds good, this yeah. Easter treat. I think there's a it was falcon a- in the Winter Soldier one. Oh. Okay, we're going to have to end this I'm pretty- so we can go. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Mm, okay. We we will, again, we'll we will report it. back. Yeah. <laughs> and we will find out. Uh, the, the, I don't know how to pronounce this word, so bear with me. The Women's History Month thing was a flan or a flan. I don't know how, what's the correct pronunciation? I don't know. I think it's flan. Both sound weird. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what that's what they have. That's correct. Yes. yes. And it was Chef so, Amanda. Is she the one that created it? She's the ganache yep. person. We're going with it. We'll go with it, yeah. <laughs> it sounds it sounds right. Yeah. I yeah, we do love amarettes though. Everything we've gotten there has been really good. good. It is just, it's a little pricey. It's yeah. a lot pricey. The WandaVision cakes were 20 bucks each. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Worth and it's it though? like teeny tiny. It wasn't teeny tiny. It was a lot of cake. I mean, it's it's enough for two people to share. Yeah, but you could get a whole sheet at Publix for like nine ninety nine. <laughs> you can't compare that though. <laughs> mm, Publix. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh yeah it, 20 bucks though but like some people got the wandavision cake every single week so nine times 20 they spent close with tax they spent like 200 bucks on wandavision oh, cakes gosh. that's dedication why <laughs> which i actually don't know they didn't have a new one for every single episode i think they did every other decade oh okay so they didn't spend that much. But it was always a different flavor. So it wasn't like you're just eating the same cake every time, which I can't appreciate. Yeah, that's cool. It was always different. Other big news. This is the biggest news we're going to cover in this entire episode. The April Numos released, which I still don't know if I'm saying that word correctly either. That's how I would say it. But if you guys haven't been following along, these things are insane the people in the parks are losing their minds over these little dolls us included i happen to be they're releasing new stuff every single month so in march it was kermit and miss piggy where the new most released and as you've had seen they're basically like a small build-a-bear type that's exactly what it is so they have clothes and accessories that you can get with them you can get little spirit jerseys to put on them 
a tiny little uh, my book bag. Yes, I was gonna say backpacks. <laughs> They're so cute. I want one just for that. So I just happened to be in Magic Kingdom. I mean, in Hollywood Studios. Sorry, on the March release day of when Kermit and Miss Piggy came out, and I grabbed them, and then we haven't seen them anywhere since. <gasps> so we have a hot commodity, apparently. But the April release is not going to be as drastic, but we have two new outfit collections coming out. They are called Electric Festival and Vintage Day. <laughs> I just think that's so funny. <laughs> Electric Festival makes me think of, like, Coachella. Yeah. It's like a rave. <laughs> you don't want to take Kermie and Miss Piggy to a rave? I mean, Kermie's already ready for it. He's already lime green, so he doesn't need much help. Miss Piggy would probably be the performer at the rave. Absolutely. Definitely. Have, Hannah, have you fallen into the Numo's trap yet? I haven't yet, but I feel like I will soon because I really do want one of those tiny book bags, and I feel like it's only acceptable if you actually buy one of the little people. <laughs> <laughs> what What really gets you is that they stand up, and you can pose them. And they hold hands. And then they hold hands. What? It's, That's adorable. They're magnets, and they're very strong. I wish I had them in here with me, but... <laughs> They're awesome. Well, now I'm going to have to get one. Yeah. And then the new Wishables collection comes out in April. And this one I'm excited about. We've not done any Wishables yet, but it is Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout. I'm so excited about that. (laughs) So I don't know which ones are going to be bagged and which ones are going to be loose, but I would imagine we might try to collect them all. Who knows? We're going to be the bag squeezers who just well, stand there. It's a good yes. thing, I'm telling you. <laughs> They're so soft. I mean, they are. They're like so the they, squishmallows, but tiny. Yeah. They haven't told us what characters, though, correct? I don't think so. I saw what would your prediction picture. be? Oh. Well, I saw Drax and I saw Rocket and Groot. Yeah. Was Star-Lord in there? I think he was. There has to be. Yeah. I would want a Gamora. Is there a Gamora? I don't remember if I saw a Gamora. Hopefully. But, uh, yeah, I mean, since it is based off the attraction itself, I'm wondering if we'll get any other little hidden things based on the attraction. A Cosmo the Space Dog? I knew that's what you were going to (laughs) think. You could do Cosmo the Space Dog, or you could do uh, the Collector. No? Cosmo the Space Dog. Yeah, that's a much, much better option. They've also, like, they've done, haven't they? I can't remember. They could do, like, a a Tower of the Terror-esque, you know, with the building itself and have that be one as well. Yeah, because for the Aladdin one, they had a magic carpet. I have that one. (laughs) Oh. Catherine, I just want you to see this comment real quick, just so we can all be on the same page. Here. I was no, say about it. no, <laughs> do not encourage this. So the comment is loving the stash. We do not love the stash. Yes, we do. I kind of like it. <laughs> so sorry, Catherine. <laughs> it is here to stay, it's- mainly because I broke my razor today. He did. Oh no. I 
broke my razor. <laughs> we Amazon primed another one. <laughs> Back to Wishables. Amanda reminds us that they also have the lamp from Aladdin. Yeah. So yeah, we could definitely get some inanimate objects for Guardians. But I feel like don't well. usually there's four in a pack, right? So if we already have Drax and Rocket and probably Groot, there's not really a lot of wiggle room for anything else. I feel like the picture I saw, there were six of them. Oh. So maybe it's like a limited edition six pack. I don't know. Yeah. Who knows? We will have to find out. Yeah. But I, we haven't jumped on any of the wishables so far. Peter Pan was the closest one that we thought about, or I thought about. Yes. But now they're going to start doing Marvel. That's a game changer. Yeah. I'm going to need all We're going to need more shelves. <laughs> so that is it for Parks News. I don't know if you guys just want to briefly talk about Disney Plus, anything coming out. Of course, April is going to be dominated by Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Have you seen episode one, Hannah? Yes, I have. It was great. It was great. I love all the memes that have come out of it already. <laughs> we can't spoil it yet. Well, it's been a week. It's been, I mean, the new episode comes out tomorrow, so. Yep. It's plenty of time. But all of the, you know, fake cap versus real cap memes have. <laughs> They're so They've been me. funny. But we're super excited for it. Uh, of course, Luca will be coming out in June. I don't know. That's pretty much all we're watching on Disney Plus right now. Are you diving through any series in your house? Um, Not right now. Have y'all watched um assembled where they do the making of wandavision yes yes that was so good i wish they would do more episodes but so far they've only come out with the one but i thought that was awesome because wandavision is just fantastic everything we've converted over now for some reason we've Catherine has watched so many Elizabeth Olsen videos on our YouTube <laughs> that we can't even open YouTube without it suggesting more Elizabeth Olsen content. And, and we just keep watching them. And the one that we watched today was from 2016. It's like they're pulling from the depths wow. to give us Elizabeth Olsen content. That's awesome. I think it was 2018, but she was cooking. It was really cool. Oh, I did just rewatch WandaVision for the second time. So we are planning on doing that, but we're going to wait. So we're trying to go through all the Marvel movies now in order. Because there were still a few that I hadn't seen since when we were preparing for Endgame. We just focused on the ones with the stones. Yeah. So now I have to go back through and watch like all the Iron Mans. Um, I've still never seen uh, it. What's the one with the Winter Soldier? The Winter Soldier. Oh, okay. <laughs> I... <laughs> I've never seen that one. So I think that's next on the watch list. That one's good. They're all so good. But watching WandaVision for the second time, I can't wait to hear what y'all think about it because it is like a totally different watching it the second time. Because I know y'all also like the fan theories like I do. So you just notice everything and you're like, oh my gosh, this makes so much more sense now. <laughs> so good. It was uh, not healthy for us. <laughs> It was a good hobby. Everybody needs a hobby. It was a good bonding experience for our household. I, I mean, say, I thought it saved your marriage or something. <laughs> <laughs> Getting up at 
5 a.m. to watch each new episode was definitely a new experience. And <laughs> we're going to do it tomorrow. Again, we decided to carry on the tradition. Aww. So we're going to wake up early for Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And then we'll have to start doing it for Loki, too. Yep. Obviously for Loki. <laughs> that one's... We might have to just not sleep until they drop it. I'm down. Yeah, that's going to be a good one. Well... I think we can wrap this up. Hopefully we gave you some good information for if you are coming to the parks this next month in April, things to look out for, things to experience, new merchandise dropping, dining options that you can go to. Of course, if you are looking to come and you've not booked your trip for April or further out, definitely reach out to Hannah down in the show notes below. You can get the link over to her website to submit to get a free quote on some of those travel plans. So that is always wonderful. We will be releasing this tomorrow via the podcast as well. So again, if you're listening to that, we'd love to have you join us next month on the live show. We thank you guys so much, Lily and Stephanie and Amanda and Josh and Matt. And I know I'm missing others, but thank you guys so much for chatting with us in the chat. We didn't get to talk too much with you. We had so much content to get through. But we thank you guys so much, John here as well. So we had so much fun. I had fun. I guess I'll just speak for myself. <laughs> it was super we fun. We had fun. <laughs> so we'll be back on the 29th of next month. And yeah, let us know feedback. Let us know things that make sense for here or other topics that you'd love for us to cover. And we appreciate it. So thank you so much. Again, look down in the show notes below. You can get all of Hannah's information. Definitely connect with her. Follow her on Instagram and Facebook and head over to the website. And uh, yeah, any other words you guys want to say? No. See you real soon. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, everybody. Thank you for listening to Detour to Neverland. Make sure you subscribe and leave us an iTunes review if you enjoyed the show. Between episodes, you can find us on Instagram at Detour to Neverland or visit DetourToNeverland.com. We appreciate you letting us be part of your day. See you real soon.